0: Carolina, and you're listening to Subject ACT, Canberra's Local Current Affairs Program on Community Radio 2X FM 98.3. Today we're speaking with Alex from the Environment Planning and Sustainable Development Directorate of the ACT government about uh, an ongoing feedback survey in relation to uh, new ideas for how Canberra should be designed for living. It's a lot more interesting than it sounds, I promise. Would you mind telling me your name and your, um, your position with the uh, report? Yes, so my name's Alex, and couch, K-A-U-C-Z,
1: and I'm, I'm the senior manager of the territory plan team, and it was my team who um, prepared this discussion
0: paper. So my first question after that is uh, why should people care about this report and the planning that your team has done? Why is it important?
1: What we're trying to gauge is um, the people's preferences for housing because we, we hear a lot in the um, um, we'll feedback to ourselves and we hear sort of um, reading the media and things that um, there's a lot of single-dwelling housing and a lot of um, apartment housing but not much in between, and this is quite common across other other jurisdictions and around the world as well. Some people refer to it as the, as the missing middle, so that the sort of townhouses um, and sort of smaller scale, um, sort of medium density housing. I suppose what we're trying to find out from people is, you know, what their preferences are, where they'd like to live, um, and just the planning rules that we currently have that delivering the type of housing that they want to have.
0: What kind of changes are being proposed for um, for housing in the ACT?
1: Well, so far, so. Not actually proposing any changes as yet. The, the first stage is discussion paper, so we're just trying to get some um, comments from people and, and, and to hear from what the community would like. Um, and from there, then we'll look into what types of changes um, we may make to the planning rules or or anything else um, to help deliver um, a, a broader range of of housing
0: options. You're listening to Two Double X FM ninety eight point three. The program is Subject ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program, where we explore issues from a curious and informed perspective. Today, we're talking with Alex from the Environment Planning and Sustainable Development Directorate of the ACT Government, all about their upcoming survey about how to restructure and rethink about how Canberra is organized. So, what kind of feedback have you received already? Well, it was only released on last Monday.
1: Um, I do understand that some people have been filling in the survey online, um, uh, although I haven't, I haven't yet seen what what their answers are. But um, I think last on Friday, I heard that there was um, about sixty people who had filled in the survey. So that's, that's a good start. So we're going to start sort of talking, um, going out to some of the. Going to the libraries, and then going out to some of the um, different centres around Canberra more more in the um, in the new year, and then in, in February running some workshops to get some more detailed responses from people. So this initial stage is a sort of awareness building, letting people know that the um, discussion paper's out for people to read. It's quite a detailed one. It sort of helps try to set the scene for people so that you know they can they can read it and hopefully sort of become more informed of the issues um, affecting Canberra population and and uh, sort of the need for a sort of different Option for housing, um, and then um, there's some questions that the, the paper asks, that's on our website to, to answer, or they can, they can make any comment that they want.
0: Sorry, I was just thinking about an option and I was trying not to cough again. This yeah. is very difficult, <laughs> uh, particularly in an audio context. What kind of trends yeah. have you seen in the styles of living arrangements now, as opposed to ten years ago, well,
1: we have seen that the population is ageing, um, as well as the household um, changing size, uh, to changing sizes. So, we've gone from, on average, about a four point five um, person household around hundred years ago to two point six people per household. So, we're getting smaller, smaller household sizes. But we're also getting, we tend to have larger houses as well. We've got the largest, um, one of the largest um, ecological footprints in the world, which is um, something that, you know, we can we can look at uh, addressing. Um, we've got, I suppose, a change in um, the household composition. So um, there's been a fall in households with um Couples with children, but an increase in couples with no children, single people, um, households. So they've got different needs. I suppose traditional nuclear family um, isn't as, as common, um, and therefore looking at other housing
0: options to meet their needs. <coughs> There's an adage in uh, Canberra that a lot of people come here to work, and not a lot of people grow up in Canberra. Have you found that mm-hmm. all to be true? Like we have more people who come in just to work for the public service or private industry? Or are we seeing like what what are we actually seeing?
1: I don't believe that to be true. Um, I mean I, I moved to Canberra when I was nine <laughs> and have lived here ever since. So I suppose I'm one of the people who have pretty much grown up in Canberra. Um, I think it used to be the case, um, in, in Canberra's early days. It's you know, it was it was a um, a planned city and one that um, was designed and built for um, to be sort of the home of the Commonwealth Government. Um, so a lot of people moved here. But I think um, that's not the case anymore. We've got a lot more people who um, have, have had their families born here and, and have lived here their, 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 life, their whole lives. I think it's something as well People, to, if people move to Canberra it's not just for work. I mean obviously people move for work reasons and they move to all cities around Australia for that reason but, but Canberra is seen as an attractive place to live. It's you know, You've know, you got great open space um, network, you've got you know the closeness to various things around us. Um, it's seen as being a, a, a lovely city to live in so that, I think that's more what attracts people. It's not just a come here for work and then you leave once you've once you finished your career.
0: And um, I might just go back to something you said previously about there being uh, more of an ageing population in Canberra. Impact do you think that has on uh, housing? Well
1: traditionally you see that you know, people will live in a house and they when they have a family um, they'll have three or four bedroom house. Um, to sort of fit um, fit the the family that they have, and as their children um, grow old and, and leave home, um, then they might only have two people in the household, or, or maybe even one. And I suppose the their need for a, a larger house. Usually, they still want to have a um, a house that has room for um, their children or grandchildren to come and visit. Um, but there's less need for a bigger bigger house, and often like probably um, with a smaller yard to to look after as well. But I think they not, given we have a large, a large, a growing proportion of the community that is ageing, so if the pressures on retirement villages are, are greater than they have been in the past. And a lot of people are don't feel that they want to move to, um, leave leave their family home to move into retirement village. They want to sort of downsize to something else, have something that's less, um, um, less difficult to look after so it's easier to manage, um, but not um, not a, a retirement village or a nursing home type situation. So there is there is that sort of change in the population. And then, they, and then over time, I suppose it's a sort of natural recycling to the suburbs of the, you know, newer families might move in and they have, you know, young families again. So you see some suburbs having, um, old older suburbs having the the original population might sort of move um, and their children sort of leave home and then new families move in and um, raise their families in those suburbs.
0: So is this, um, a lot of people talk about an aging population like it's a problem to solve, that... Um it's going to have a really large uh, financial impact and a really large, uh, like a soci- social, awesome having a lisp, a really um large, like, social impact in terms of if we have an aging population, they're living by themselves and they will be able to take care of themselves. Mm-hmm. Do you see this as something that's um, something that can be, if it is a problem, something that can be solved by new new types of housing or new ways of thinking about housing? Or is it more, or is it, there a different solution to that?
1: I think um and the focus on some of the options in, in the paper is is the concept of aging in place. So some people may want to stay in their own house and they have that adapted to meet their needs as they grow older, but other people want to stay in the community that they've been in for often quite a quite a long time. And you know there's there's um a lot to said for staying amongst your, you know, your your friendship groups and and your connections with your community as as you get older. So seeing what's what's available in a suburb to do that, um at the moment, those options are can be limited in in different suburbs. Um, so part of what the paper's is looking at is what types of things might we be able to consider in suburbs to help people um, if they want to downsize and move to something that's more manageable for them, something that that isn't doesn't involve them moving to the other side of Canberra or, or even out of Canberra, um, so they can stay with um, within their current um, networks and their community. The other option is then moving into those. Locations, then there is those opportunities for you know home care and things like that. Um, but often, if say, particularly if you've got a two-story house, you might decide um, a house on a single level is, is more meets your needs. Or as I said, a smaller garden gives you more opportunity to be able to travel. And you know you might have family elsewhere that you want to visit regularly. If you've got a big garden and a large house, that makes it harder to um, to leave while you're away.
0: And I might just uh, go back to something you mentioned before, and that's where yeah. um, Canberra has a really large carbon footprint in relation to its size. What, mm-hmm. um, what kind of suggestions or um, measures have you seen to kind of tackle this and to reduce our carbon footprint?
1: I suppose for housing options, there's, there's different um, different ways to achieve it. I mean, we've got a, um, a 100% renewable energy policy in the ACT that helps look at um, reducing the carbon um, emissions. Um, we have things like the... Um, energy efficiency improvement schemes in Canberra. Um, We've got other sort of, um, so I suppose newer buildings, there's a requirement for them to um, meet the energy rating scheme, so those tend tend to perform better, um, need less, um, energy used on heating and cooling um, compared to older houses, but also just the the issue of um, having that increase in density um, helps people to, um, particularly if it's concentrated near um, transport routes and and commercial centres. You know, they're, they're, it's easier for them to walk to um, to the shops or to the bus stop um, and be less reliant on their car um uh, which also helps to reduce um, the the emissions.
0: In terms of redesigning Canberra or rethinking how we're designing Canberra because it's always been a planned city. What kind of uh, personal designs would you like to see uh, for the next 10-20 years in Canberra? Practical and yeah. for lack of a better word uh, pretty. Suppose <laughs> <laughs> I think I'd like to see sort of some different options in
1: Canberra um to sort of to to meet the to meet different needs and but, you know we've we've got the you know the beautiful as I said earlier so the the open space that we have in Canberra you've got fantastic bike paths that you can ride to you know most places so having those sort of all in place but then having sort of you know more sort of um, lively centres um, and um, housing that well appropriate appropriate for its area um, and and meets meets the needs of the community so it's and that then then that leads to happy communities and communities that sort of you know are uh, happy to sort of be involved um and give that liveliness to a to an area.
0: how large do you does a how large a role do you think uh, architectural inventiveness plays into these designs? so just people thinking about new ways to organize cities?
1: i think I think there's there is a large role for. Architectural inventiveness—it's something that you know we, we deal more with the planning system, and um, I suppose the territory plan is the statutory planning document that has in you know, all the the rules that um, the development has to comply with. But I suppose the architectural inventiveness—that opportunity to do something innovative and and different—with consideration to you know what's what's considered to be you know, so maybe maybe an appropriate height for an area, but then the the architecture can give it a bit more life and interest. So I think I think that does it, it, it plays a part in I suppose the overall outcome of a of an area. But I suppose in in how we we look at the option of housing choices that's more of a that's more of a planning planning issue compared to an architectural issue.
0: Uh, from my experience Canberra tends to um, lean away from from really tall uh, skyscrapers, uh, other major cities like Melbourne or Sydney. You're listening to two X FM ninety eight point three the program is Subject ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program where we explore issues from a curious and informed perspective. Today, we're talking with Alex from the Environment Planning and Sustainable Development Directorate of the ACT government all about the their upcoming survey about how to restructure and rethink about how Canberra is organized. Do you think that that, that trend's going to continue and we're going to continue to have not particularly high skyscrapers. Do you ever think we're ever going to get to like Sydney Heights? Well,
1: that's what I suppose. That's what this paper is looking at. I mean, currently we have we have apartment buildings and we have single single dwellings. But what we're what we're interested in finding out from the community is well, what's the interest in having townhouses? Or um, I suppose in in the past we've got a lot of duplexes in Canberra. We've got courtyard blocks, and you've got dual occupancies, and you've got other sort of forms of housing that we don't really see being built. Often or sometimes at all. What is what is the interest in that? Because so people, different people have different um, desires. Some people like to live in in a in a tall tower, so they have you know the views or the amenity of generally those areas are sort of in um, a very central location. So they've got the amenity of being able to sort of walk down to the shops or the other services that are. At the base of their of their building, um, others like that sort of um, still being sort of close to services, but not in a not in a very tall building. So yeah, we're just interested to find out what people generally think and what would they like to see in Canberra, and particularly in that missing middle range.
0: Well, for my personal experience, because I live in a um in a flat share with two other people. Mm-hmm. If the house was Ten percent larger, yes. Yeah. <laughs> because there's an extra ten percent where you can kind of fit three people in this house.
1: Yes, yes. And that's part of the discussion, I suppose. Is is different? There's different needs. I mean, as you said, you've got three people in that household. Um, so yes, having that extra bit of space does make it more comfortable. But I suppose if you only have one person in that in that house, is that you know would that make it too big? So I suppose it's looking at you know we, we're not looking talking about said so before the traditional families and um you know saying so you've got you know two parents and two children or three children or more. Um, there's, there's different types of households and there's so they all have different needs and different desires. So what what should we be um, encouraging to be built or... Um, enabling to be built in Canberra to allow people to actually live in a house that's really what they're wanting, as opposed to there's no other option. So I need to either buy a, an apartment or a single dwelling.
0: Um, on a side note, as well, how did you get into this profession? Just out of interest.
1: Uh, planning. I suppose I've always enjoyed cities. Actually, both my parents are planners, <laughs> and um, but they had said, "Oh, one well, that I should be a planner." And I, I originally studied geography and population studies and statistics and and sociology and everything related to planning and at the end of it I actually studied planning and then went back and did a postgraduate studies in, in planning but I, I just enjoy it because it, it's something that you can, um, you can make a difference in a, in a city or, or a place where you live or work and yes I'm passionate about the profession.
0: And now it's time for a little bit of music and today we have Sympathy for the Devil by The Rolling Stones.
2: The pilot washed his hands. Time for a change Killed the saw and his ministers Anastasia screamed in vain I rode a tank, held a generous rank When the blitzkrieg raged i the
0: Sympathy for the Devil by the Rolling Stones. You're listening to 2X FM 98.3. The program is Subject ACT, Canberra's local current affairs program where we explore issues from a curious and informed perspective. Today we're talking with Alex from the Environment, Planning, and Sustainable Development Directorate of the ACT government all about the, their upcoming survey about how to restructure and rethink about how Canberra is organised. I think planning is one of those professions as well where you look at a city and you go, you kind of don't appreciate all the planning and all the work that goes into making sure that bus stops are at are, are a reasonable distance from each other and that the shopping centres are within a reasonable distance from the various suburbs and stuff like that. But then the more you think about it, the more you think, A lot of work went into this.
1: Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's one of those things that if it was easy that we wouldn't have any, you know, we'd, we'd live in a, a perfect um, perfect city. Um, so there's a lot of things to sort of balance. Um, you know, there's, there's a lot of different um, users in a, in, in a city. So you've got the needs of residents, the needs of, um, I suppose, businesses, um, and often, you know, these things are all um, interrelated, so they sort of complement each other. I and mean, you've got the, you know, trying to encourage public transport by looking at the densities along it, So sort of, you know, you've got the people in the area. You know, within either walking distance of the bus, so that they're more likely to catch the bus um, or the light rail when 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 that's um, completed. And yeah, you know, just sort of having to sort of look at. And then you've also got the issues of you know the environmental considerations. Um, you know, sort of looking at things like climate change and you know the the ecological footprints of our of our city and all those aspects to try and try and um, balance and come up with, with outcomes that will help our city sort of be a, a livable city that's moving towards you know moving to the future.
0: On, a, on the flip side, is there something that you see in Canberra and other cities, uh, a decision or design, that you look at it and go, why did you do that? Or you just, um, you, you, you hate it?
1: <coughs> I can't. I can't think of an example off the top of my head. No, I I, I can't think of something. But then again, it might also be because I sort of know that usually because, you know, there's there's so many different constraints that need to be taken into consideration that even if something sort of might appear to be not a good result, it might be better than what it could have been. Different things you've got to, you know, consider in the process. But, oh, no, yeah, I, I can't think of one. Yeah, no, I'm well, sorry.
0: <laughs> so you mentioned before how people can um, give feedback to this. So they, yep. you mentioned the survey?
1: Yes, yeah, so it's a survey online. It's on the... Um, you say website um, if you um, go to um, www.yoursay.act.gov.au that's where we've got the paper online so we've got a copy of the paper and um, like a survey and we're sort of looking at sort of um, trying to get some um, comments on on them to hear people's views. And also you can email um, the Territory Plan team on Terplan, T-E-R-R-T-L-A-N at ACT.gov.au. Or or you can um, hand deliver it to the Environment and Planning Development Directorate um, in Dixon, if anyone would like to do it that way. But yeah, and no, I'd, I'd encourage people to go online and have a look at the Your Say website um, and have a look at the discussion paper. As I said, it's sort of the the aim of it is to try and explain what the situation is and talking about. You know, it does give an explanation about the different zones that we currently have. So I suppose a lot of this can be a lot of jargon mm-hmm. for, for a lot of people. So we've tried to sort of explain all that, explain what the current rules are and what do people think about that, that and what would they like to see us, yes. um, what would what changes would they like to see in the future or or if they don't want to see any changes, let us know. So yes, and um, and I suppose because the the, the paper's um, open for consultation until the 9th of March next year, and beyond that, you can um, people can always um, email the TurPlan email address, um, and myself um, and my team will answer that. So this is just stage one. We'll be sort of collecting the information that we've we've received. Stage 2 will be looking at well, what changes might we, we consider given the feedback that we've received from Stage 1 and that will have another consultation process. Ultimately um, any changes to the planning system or to the territory plan have a have a, a, a formal process that they need to go through that involves the consultation and referral to the Legislative Assembly Standing Committee for planning and renewal and then ultimately goes to the Legislative Assembly to, to um, decide you know, if the changes are made. Um, And that all happens and we'll have some changes. But at this stage, it's very open. We're happy to hear what people think and then we'll use all that information to develop our recommendations in stage two.
0: Before I wrap up this interview, is there anything else that you'd like to add that I haven't asked you? I don't think so. I
1: think, um, just as I said, I think I encourage people to sort of get involved. We we, um, hear different different points of view from different people um to people who are wanting to have said downsize on their block or um have um co-housing or you know sharing the house with with others or um people who want to see increased densities or lower densities or there's there's a there's a range of things that people want to see in our city so which i think is why it's important to try and get as many voices as we can to hear what people want to say uh hear what people want to see in their City, um, so we can put that together and, and try and have um, a good a good picture of what the community as a whole would like to see.
0: Well, thank you very much for agreeing to be interviewed today. And no, no worries, no worries. And that concludes our discussion with Alex. Join us each weekday, eight thirty to nine a.m. on Two Double X FM ninety eight point three. Subject ACT. You can stream us live at two double dot org dot au slash listen, or catch up on all of our podcast episodes at SoundCloud dot com slash subject ACT. Or stay in touch via Facebook and Twitter. Community radio needs you, so please support this station by subscribing via two double dot org dot au. Stay tuned for more People Powered Radio. I'm Carolina. Have a great day.